Welcome back, another day, another vlog. It's the last day, or the last sleep before I get to go home. Um, yeah, one more night, one more night, and then back to back to Perth and home. See my beautiful family. Can't wait. I know your little buddy Jack's pretty keen to see Dad, so that's a pretty nice feeling. You know he's uh, wants me to come home, so that's really cool. Yeah, very cool. Um, I hope you're well. Sorry, I'm still just setting up. So last last day, you got to get everything ready. Had to shoot out, get the washing on, wash that, dry all that, get all your stuff cleaned up, start packing bags, pack all that, get the vlog done, do some work on the video, and then get to bed. So, and get get back to work. Hmm. That's not really exciting, is it? Um, Rightio, there's a fair bit in, uh, to talk about today, so we'll get, try and get through it as quickly as possible. Um, yes, or yes, I did a bit of work on the new video. It's going to be about this little puppy, the Lumix, Panasonic Lumix FT7. Uh, full review on that. Or review on that. Uh, went out for a day and shot with it, tried all the different modes, all that stuff. So that's sort of going well. I'm going through the photos. Um, yeah, I'll talk more about that in the video, you'll see that. <clears throat> so I did a bit of time on that, and then I spent a massive amount of time <clears throat> cleaning my iPhoto library. New laptops at home, uh, gonna be unboxing that, The new my new 16-inch MacBook uh, Pro, so super excited about that. Um, and for a while, I haven't been able to store my iPhoto's library on my laptop because with a 13 inch, it the was too big. It was something like 17,000 photos, um, <clears throat> and basically was just taken. I've got 500 gig uh, in there, but with that, with everything else, uh, it was basically not enough memory left to do anything. So I cleaned up a lot of the other stuff, and now I keep all that on external hard drives and backups, which means I could LR with last swing when I forgot everything because I didn't put what I needed to work on on the computer or the backup. Silly me. Um, <clears throat> so that that is a little bit painful in that regards, but I've been really trying to get the iPhotos back because it's a pain in the butt having to connect an external hard drive just so I can back up my phone. Stray is terrible for Wi-Fi or internet. It's just crap. So the cloud just doesn't work for us in regards to iPhones and storage. And when it gets... 17,000, actually it wasn't 17,000 photos because when I cleaned them out yesterday, I got rid of duplicates and then just like crappy photos. 5,700 photos I cleaned out in one hit. Just went through, like, I just went all photos and just sit there and just command and doing like 100, 200 at a time. And it took me a good solid couple of hours yesterday. I didn't get much sleep last night. But uh, yeah, 5,700 gone, deleted. It, I think it took about 40 minutes once I went, got them deleted and then went into the delete folder to get rid of them for good. So good feeling. That should allow me enough room with the new laptop. That's one, one terabyte on there. So I, hopefully I want to put that iPhoto back on there so I can just have that sitting there and not have to back that up. And it'll just get normally backed up through the um, normal means and I can just plug my uh, phone in for the updates and stuff like that and just do it that way so fingers crossed that's going to work out well but what a job holy crap and then 
And the worst thing is, probably everyone's just going, oh yeah, whatever, iPhone users, dickheads. But it's just, no rocket scientist, but I'm just a poxy diesel mechanic. But um, you plug your phone in, you've got existing phones, it, it tries to re-import everything. And then you've got to delete it all. And then if you want to delete it, you've got to go in and delete the ones you don't want. So you end up double ups, triple ups. Some I had like five lots of, because it obviously backed up the phone a few times and then it just kept backing up those photos. It was just, yeah. Yeah, surely, I think in Apple, if you're listening, in the next software, ISO 14 or whatever, with iPhoto, find out a way to not let duplicates come in to the system. That would be good. It'd be sensational. So yeah, very good. Uh, a lot of hard work, but it's it's good to have a good cleanse out. Um, it's like when you do like the spring cleaning, I guess. If you haven't used anything for six months, get rid of it. That's my rule in the house. If you haven't used six months, you don't need it. Get rid of it, piss it off, sell it, get rid of it, clean, keep the house clean. So anyway, rightio, um, get over to some news. Now there was some good stuff popping around. Tamron, <coughs> excuse me, Tamron has released a couple of lenses lately. The newest one being, this is a pretty cool lens. Uh, a 28 mil to 200 mil, 2.8 to 5.6. That's just insane for that zoom range. That is a massive, massive range, A, to be zooming, and then to start at 2.8 to a 5.6. Wow. Uh, super, super cool. Um, it's got super fast zoom on it. It's got uh, distortion. It's got pretty much everything in it you could want. Uh, it only weighs half a kilo, so it's a tiny lens. I think it's running 67mm filters on the front. So like it's as big as the Sigma, 16mm. Um, <clears throat> so I'm assuming it's roughly around the same size. So that's really good for mirrorless cameras. It's 117mm long, so probably very similar to the 16mm and the little Sigma lenses, the DCDNs for the mirrorless range something there but a 28 to 200 that's just insanity uh what a range it pretty much get you could pretty much just get a nice really good prime wide angle lens and then have that for everything else um love to i can't wait to see some reviews on it and some images out of it to see what it is like from across that whole range how it how it actions um, it's weather sealed it's got a fluorine coating on it um, what else? It's 0.19 of a meter, so 20 centimeters. That far is your closest focus. That's. It looks like they have thrown the whole kitchen sink at this sucker. Wow, Tamron sounds very cool. Downside: it's only for Sony at the moment. So hopefully they push this over. I'm not sure if you could get an adapter with it. Sometimes adapters are good. If you, if it's like a, for vintage lenses, I love adapters, but for newer lenses, I'd rather just go straight in. Uh, it, hope if this goes well and sells well, which I can imagine, it's going to go really well. You'd have to be crazy as a Sony user not to try and have a look at one of these. Uh, they could just one lens to rule them all. Just about it's amazing. Look, the spec sounds awesome. Uh, this again, we need to wait to get some reviews out from the Sony the Sony crew 
to let us know if this thing is the duck's guts as it sounds. So yeah, very, very cool. Very cool. Now they've also released another lens, obviously not as exciting as that one, but still a good lens, 70 to 180. And that's 2.8 across the board. Again, just awesome. Got all the stabilization, high speed, silent drive for the zoom and other 70 to 180, 2.8 across the board. Wow, uh, that's again, 2.8, It's a that's a sort of a sweet spot. Anything below that's fantastic for like Astro, like the 1.4 for the Sigma, it's fantastic. I can do pretty much daytime and nighttime. Um, but a 2.8, that's that's pretty good. That's That can cover most nighttime stuff, as well as give you, especially in daylight, that's gonna give you everything you could ever imagine. So, and two good lenses, that 20 out of the 200 is pretty insane uh, for a full frame, on a full frame camera. That's pretty darn good. This is, this one is a 16, which with the APS-C, it'll turn out to about a 24. So 28's only gonna be a little, maybe just a, probably about there, a little bit more, I guess, a little bit shorter. So from about there to there, maybe somewhere around here. So it's really not gonna be that much of a difference. And to go up to 200, that's, that's huge. So very, very cool. Good work, Tamron. Uh, can't wait to see some more on this new range from them. Nikola, if you haven't heard of Nikola, we all know Tesla. Tesla's the big name in electric cars. They've got the new truck coming out. There's rumors about the vans and getting them in the commercial space, which is a huge, huge market. Um, Rightio, so in the last week, Nikola, which is another company, which is electric trucks. They do three different trucks, the one, two, and the tray, as in three, as in Spanish, three, tray, tray cerveza, por favor. Um, they do two different buggies, off-road buggies. They do a jet ski, and they do a twin cab ute, which looks really good. Sort of cross between a Ram and a F-150 on the front end, and maybe like a Hiluxy Toyota sort of feel on the cab, back end of the cab. Nice looking truck there. Now they're hydrogen electric. They've already signed off on a deal for a company that will be the worldwide uh, setup for all the service stations. So basically service stations in regards to quick fill hydrogen and the same with the trucks, it's gonna be 15 minutes. So high speed filling for this hydrogen to run the hydrogen motor that will recharge the battery to run the electrics. Very, very cool. Um, so the technology's obviously spot the dog. They've got it all worked out. In one week, they, they listed on the stock market last week, I think it was, about a week ago. And in one week, they've already, their market capitalization is now worth as much as Ford Global, $26 billion. Insane. Tesla broke Toyota this in the same period and become the number one car manufacturer on the planet. And in that same week, these guys went from a private company to listed on the stock exchange and worth $26 billion. Insane. Now, the Ute was the one I looked at because I'm not gonna be driving a truck. The commercial side is fantastic. They're gonna do really well. Tesla's now up there, Antti, and said their trucks now being 
on the high speed front, so we're going to see both these trucks out. Well, Tesla's probably going to get out first, uh, and the Tesla's going to be, so that'll be interesting to see. There's going to be a huge commercial push in electric in the next 12 months, uh, and that's going to change electric cars, I think, for the, for the end. It's beginning end of petrol cars. Um, I, I would have said 10 years, but I'm, the way they're going, these guys are pumping them out and, and the competition's in there now. I wouldn't be surprised in five years time, most of your on highway trucks are gonna be electric. Uh, the monetary savings are just ridiculous. Safety factors, uh, basically your, your driver will just be an attendant just there to offload the truck or unload the truck and just be there in case of emergency if something, whatever goes wrong. But these things will drive themselves, they'll do everything and yeah, very, very cool. Now they've got the, the ute, is called the Nick, Nicola Badger. So pretty cool, chuck a honey number plate on there, you got the honey badger, I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, specs for you, 980 foot pound of torque. This isn't a ute the same size as the F, we, we looked at it as, we're thinking it's roughly about the same as an F-150 in size. Obviously to suit the American market, these guys do want to come to Australia, you can sign up, you can sign up and, and put no money down for the jet ski, lots happening, so go check them out, Nicola, N-I-K-O-L-A. Um, so 980 foot-pound torque, 906 horsepower in a ute. <laughs> Take that, Epoxy Hilux. Gold, I think that's awesome. Um, range, I know that's what you're all thinking, oh, it's gonna have no range. 965Ks on one tank of hydrogen and a charge. So that's heaps, that's, like most cars, I think on a, on a good week on a, out of a tank, I always reset me thing, on a good week is anywhere between 450Ks in the city. Um, if you're going out bush long range, five to 600 Ks with a little bit of city stuff in there. So if you can get 965 Ks of running, that is pretty awesome out of you. You're only gonna have to charge it or fill it with hydrogen once a week. Now their charge stations was another bit of technology which I thought was awesome. Basically, they will be service stations will become a, a solar collector and a wind farm in one that will then Put the solar power convert something into the hydrogen and then it's stored in a hydrogen tank which is a fast fill to fill you with hydrogen that's the short basic that's a little probably a little bit more technical than that but basically taking solar power and wind power turn into hydrogen which then you pump in your car that runs the engine charge and then it creates electric and then off you go 900 k's awesome this that I can see now why they went straight to 26 billion. Uh, they've locked and loaded that, so worldwide, they've got a contract worldwide for all the service stations to, to be implemented. Whether they go, they start putting this stuff in existing service stations, which I'm assuming would be the ideal spot. Um, and then where they'll probably start in the States and, and move their way out. So very, very cool. Um, that's about it on that one, yeah. Very cool, I was pretty excited about that, and looks good. You'll see it on the thumbnail, but I suggest you go over and check it out. Uh, the future's coming, electric, electric and electric hydrogen is coming. Don't know which one's gonna be the best, but either way, petrol and diesel are on their way out. 
So if you're going to go and spend 80, 100 grand on a car, it's probably going to be the last one you buy. So enjoy it, make it a good one. I don't think in the next five years, five to at least 10 years, worst case 10 years, I don't think that'll be the end of petrol cars. I think they'll be all going in that case. I can't see them hanging around. Just once that commercial kicks in, that'll be the end. That'll be the beginning of the end because that's where the money savings are. And then they get all that in and then they'll make every, the technology cheaper uh, and then that'll all start flowing. Obviously batteries is the big one too. So this is where hydrogen's got that little bit of an advantage over electric. Tesla's got to make the gigafactories get the battery production up to make, make enough so it can sell enough cars. The hydrogen has a little bit more advantages. They don't need as much batteries. They still need them, but they don't need as much um, because obviously the hydrogen engine is is charging up those batteries. So very, very cool. Overnight, a couple of hours ago, Apple dropped a new 16-inch MacBook after I just bought one. I just about dropped to the floor and the new bastards. Four weeks out. I didn't think, I thought, we might get something in the year, but I still needed one anyway. I'm, I'm happy, still happy with it. And I'm even happier to find out all what they did. Uh, the new one is only got one difference, and that is the 5600M graphics card, and that's 600 bucks on top. So that's about it. Uh, nothing else over that. Uh, gonna be a lot better for gaming, and I think that's probably all it'll really be. And the other thing they did announce was Face ID will be in the new iMac, so we're gonna see that at the WWDC next week. That's about it. Radio, thanks for stopping by. I will, I've got to get heaps done. Huge amount of news there. Go check out that Nicola, it's very, very cool. And I'll see you all tomorrow afternoon, evening, because I'll be back at home. Radio, we'll be going that way, and that way, I'll see you all soon. Peace.